Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Hey, here we go. I'm coming off just there for a moment. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. We're happy to have you here today. Golly gee whiz, hop, hop, dicky the dog. Yeah, we're going to be talking about enthusiasm tonight. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> and so we want to really get you in the right mood about, oh, okay, let's get enthusiastic, enthusiastic about what we're doing here. So we brought on a, a great friend, a great guest. I'm here. I'm Michael Bailey. This is Rich Barron, my partner. And we've got a wonderful guest here we've had before, Ronnie Shoemaker. And this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about the ins and outs of enthusiasm. And then we're going to give you some key points that you can go and take and you can start applying immediately to create greater enthusiasm for yourself and your team and let it just ripple. Just let it rip and let it ripple. Should we do, do that, guys? Again, let's go. So the first thing we want to talk about here, it's just important for us to get. Do you know somebody that's really passionate? Do you know who somebody really gets it, that really understands it? I want you to think about that for a few minutes. Who is passionate? Who is enthusiastic? Who is you know charismatic? That just can somehow brings things to life because of their single-mindedness and passion and just love for life and the love for what they do. Think about that just for a moment. And now I'm going to ask Ronnie, as you're kind of getting that image in your mind, Ronnie, what does it look like when you got a work space or a work you know culture that lacks enthusiasm? Yeah, that's a great question, and Michael. And unfortunately, I guess I can say I'm currently involved with with a client situation like that, where the the, the culture is depressed, the enthusiasm's gone. A lot of it has to deal with with COVID issues and the economy and all that's just going on in, in in the outer world that affects not just our home life but affects our work life as well. And when you go to work and, and there's there's a bad culture, you're not passionate about what you do as an employee as a leader. Uh, your team's not passionate. It's tough to get out and go to work every day. I mean, think about how much time we spend at work versus waking hours at work versus waking hours at home. If you're not passionate at work as a leader or even somebody that follows that leader, you're not going to be passionate at home either. It's going to be a big challenge to be passionate both places. And a, a leader that lacks passion, it drains his, his or her entire staff on a regular basis. Okay, so with that drained kind of environment that drain kind of culture what is it thinking what is it what would we see it we thought well you know we're doing okay you know we're doing the best that we can but what would you actually see would you see people that are just unmotivated people that just kind of get through the day what would you notice what would be absent of you know what of, because of that what would you see i think you see a lot of solitude 
within the team. They go and they do their job and they mark off, I got it done. And then they they disappear until they get another assignment. They're not, they're not, they're not hanging out of the water cooler. They're not going to lunch. They're not sitting in the lunchroom. They're not, they're not talking with their coworkers because it's depressing and the culture's not there to build them to build the, the relationship. And I just think it's just a, a dull, boring atmosphere. And people lack the motivation to want to go above and beyond. They just want to do the minimal. That's great. I like that. You probably don't see a whole lot of smiles. I don't know a whole lot of genuine smiles, right? Okay. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Rich, take this now to the leader. What what responsibility does a leader have for the culture that's just kind of down and not particularly enthusiastic, just kind of there? And then what's their responsibility to turn that around? You know, if you look at enthusiasm, it really is defined as a passion for something you truly love or you truly believe in. And you got to ask yourself as a leader, why is it that you're doing what you do? Why is it that you're in this position? Are you there for a paycheck? Are you there for the, uh, you know, the the name on your door that we talked about? Are you there because you truly believe in the organization and the products and services you offer in the future. At some point, someone had to have that passion to start this organization, right? And, and it could be you. And it's important to instill that enthusiasm and, and that passion for what you truly love. And it shows, it, it really shows. If you have a passion for something and you're enthusiastic and you, you bring people into that passion and you're smiling about it, and you're, you, you engage people and you help them understand and look at how we're helping people with what's, or, you know, with our product services or, or whatever. That's where a leader, that's their responsibility from the talk. It's not about the dog and pony show and the hurrah speech, because that's not enthusiasm. That's, you know, that's just getting up there and trying to get someone excited for a few minutes. What really brings that to light is that, that continued engagement around that enthusiasm and that passion. Okay. So what you're really talking about here is not putting on just a show or one-time event or an occasional event, you know, maybe one that's every 90 days or something, but it really is, is creating inside of you, the leader, the habit. Yes. Absolutely. The habit of passion, the habit of enthusiasm. That's what it really, really is all about. Yep. So let's, let's ask you this then. If, it, it begins with, as you're, and you're really saying this well, Rich, is you got to have a purpose. There's got to be a reason that you're there. What, what's, what, what's, what is your why? What is your who? So as you t- start taking a look at that, how then are you as the leader going to turn this into, what, what, let's just look at this first. What is when a leader is purposeful, passionate, enthusiastic, what is that all about for that leader? When they really are that, I mean, you're that guy. What's it like for you? It's 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 about something more than I than me, something more than than just what's inside me. It's it's I want to share it, and I want I want people to be involved in this. I want people to enjoy the same thing I'm enjoying and seeing that same success. For me, that's what it's about. Passion is about sharing, about getting that out there in front of people. That's what it that's what it is for me. And as a leader, if you can do that about the organization and what you're doing, sharing that passion, you know, letting people see that and bring them into that and that whole envelope and 
that that to me that's what that's about it is and, and ronnie how does a leader get there i mean seriously when, when you take a look at it, we'd like to just think they'll come out of it spontaneously that it's already right there and that we can just go up there and like you know this dog and pony show that rich was talking about but that ain't it is it no you to really find that deep passion what is it that they're going to have to do to go find that passion and enthusiasm they they got to work they've got to look internally they've got to be vulnerable and look look internally first and say is this is this what i'm really passionate about is this position i'm in as a leader the company i'm at with is this where i want to be can i contribute on a regular basis on a daily basis to the success of this business and am i all in I can't be halfway in or 90% in as a leader. I've got to be all in. And then I've got to create the passion from the heart, from the caring and the knowledge that I'm out here serving a purpose that my company and my customers and my clients, my patients want, want me to show. And it's going to go downstream. Rich talked about it a bit, a minute, a, a bit ago. Leaders drive culture. If the leader's passionate and he shows it, demonstrates it properly, his team's going to be passionate as well. Maybe not in the same way because every individual distribute, uh, demonstrates passion differently, but it still has to come from the leader. And he has to be 100% bought in in his own mind in order to get his team 100% bought in as well. That's excellent. So now that moves us to that next step. And you're, you're dancing right there. You're right on the edge, ready to step into the circle here, Ronnie. And that is once you've got that figured out, you've gone away, you've done that internal work, you've done that. Uh, creating the vision, you've gone and just, okay, this is really what it is. This is what it, it really all is all about. You, you then have to move it to the next step from the intellect and the imagination to, do I believe it? Do yes. I believe it? So talk about, then we have Rich about how do you, how do you get to believe? Just talk about what does it mean to believe in the passion and the vision of what it is that you're bringing to your, your organization or to your team? What is belief? Ronnie? Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's belief is being 100% in, being 100% sure that the purpose that you have, whether it's the mission and vision of the company or your own individual purpose as a leader, you have to be 100% in. You have to believe that what you do and, and what you demonstrate your team is accurate and fulfilling to you and the team as well as the company. You've got to, if you don't believe in yourself, how can your staff believe in you? How can the people that follow you believe in you? And believe it or not, it's I think it's easier to show your unbelief than it is to show your true belief because you fall into bad habits or you don't have the good habit of believing and showing that purposeful meaning in what you do on a daily basis. That's good. I like that. I think that's exactly right, Ronnie. It's easier to show unbelief. <laughs> Being yeah. the negative person. <laughs> I want to create a this wow, go get them organization if I can only believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so then, okay, so this is great, right? God has given us a great way to look at it. So, Rich, how, how do we do that? How is that done? And you might even talk a little bit about how can a, how can a coach help you do that? I'll tell you what, we, we all know these people. The, from the outside, you see them, they're confident, they're happy. They're grounded. They have, you know, this this passion, not just about what they do, but about life in general. You know, everything about them is is something that you see. It's not something that's hidden because you can't hide that. 
you can't hide your passion. You can't hide your confidence. It comes out. Having a coach help you understand that those strengths and gaps in your, your personal leadership style will carry over in your personal life. How do you get confident? By learning where your gaps are and addressing those, building those, those up. You know, um, it, it's important to have passion, not just for your work, but for who you are as a person, to believe in yourself as a person, believe in, in more than just what you do at work, because then that shows everybody else. My passion for who I am outside of here and my passion for who I am inside of here er, is the same. I've got this passion about life. You know, and Ronnie mentioned something earlier. He, he, he did about some people he works with. You know, all these negative things around us. But, you know, a lot of these things we can't control. We can't control the fact there's 80 ships sitting off of Los Angeles. We can't control the fact that, that COVID is, is a pandemic. We can't control, you know, all these negative things in the media we hear. They're out of our control. But we can control who we are. We can control our passion. We can get ourselves grounded and focus on who we are and, and building that, that to your people. A coach can help you do that help you shut out these things from the outside and look how to how to really turn yourself to what is important. So once we get the belief going, Rich, and we've got it, we've got that discipline, we've got that focus, or we're in that process of learning how to focus our mind, focus our attention, focus our energy here, how then, what does it mean then to now take it to the team? What does it mean that you're going to go now? I've, I've got to now pull my team together. I've got to pull my team in. Talk to you about what that is. Then we'll have Ronnie talk about what are the ways to do that. You know, there's a difference between telling people something and showing people something. Mm -hmm. You can stand up and tell people, you know, man, we're going to have a phenomenal year. We've had a phenomenal year this past. It's all because of you. And that's over in 30 seconds. But if you show them, if you get down in there and say, okay, now let's go to work and be part of that team. Roll, they see you rolling your sleeves up. Next, shoulder to shoulder with them, regardless of a title, regardless of who these individuals are. Because in a true culture, everybody succeeds or everybody fails. So regardless of what your title is, regardless of what, you know, you feel, if you're you're at a certain different level above anybody else below you, you got to get rid of that. And get next to them, shoulder to shoulder, roll your sleeves up and say, let's do this. Let's find these solutions together. All right. Excellent. Outstanding. Ronnie, have you ever been in a situation where you've seen that kind of turnaround, the team actually being turned around from being negative and downtrodden and discouraged? And then tell, give us, share one of those experiences because you've done a lot of this kind of work. Yeah, I, I, I personally experienced a, a, a sale of a company. Uh, I was part of a small uh, practice and we were bought out by a big system and, and depression set in overnight. Because we went from being a what I would call a small hundred employee uh, a business to now we're one of fourteen thousand uh, employees. And the depression in announcing to my hundred, not my, but the staff I work with, the hundred employees, it was like a light switch. They turned it off. Right, all of a sudden the depression just went. Oh wow, we're going to lose all our family. We're going to lose the small business acumen. And it, be it 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 became my job as the as the executive director of that company, along with some other key leaders is to slowly rebuild that passion back up. You can't turn it right back on overnight. Once it's gone, you got to work at it. 
You've got to be authentic and, and you and you've got to be consistent as a leader to show your team that we we may not be where we wanted to be or where we were, but we can darn sure get back there. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to be overnight. But as a leader, I'm here to help take you through that 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 journey to get there. Very good. I like that. That's a great story. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. So let, we're starting. We're going to come around the bend here, here, and just going to wrap this up. But before we get there, let's take a look at. We've been talking about passion. We've been talking about how to make passion and enthusiasm a habit. You've got to get this sense of purpose. You, the leader, have got to go away. Figure this out. Put it together. It may not come out first time or the second time, but you keep going at it. You keep working at it and refine it so that it's something like this is great. This is something that really gets me excited. Then you got to believe it. And then you got to take that belief to your team and get them enthused, get them believing it, get it so that they're now really coming out of the sense of passion, commitment, enthusiasm. They believe it. They're on it. And they're, they've gone to work and they're now really engaged. And as you're saying there, Ronnie, it may take some time, but that's what leaders do. They keep working it and working it until it catches fire there. Yes. So all that, that's a lot to ask of a leader. And yet that's exactly what the leader has to do. The leader, though, can't be on all the time. The leader has to have time to get away, to think, to, to do some critical thinking and some analysis about how it's going. So that's that's important. You've got to break away. It's like you broke away to, to figure out what the purpose is and how you're going to do that. You have to break away to do some analysis and recharge your batteries. So you've got some points here, Ronnie. Let's go through the points. Then Rich has got some points. And then we'll talk about something called the narrative of your team or your company. So go ahead. Sure. Take that. So the first thing as a coach, I would tell my client, like you said, Michael, take a step back, step away for a little bit and reword or re rewrite your goals, rewrite your personal goals on what you want to meet as a leader of that company or that group of people. You want to revisit the what and the why of, of your purpose, not, not necessarily the company's purpose, but your purpose as the leader. Why are you a leader? What you want to accomplish as a leader, what you want to do for your team. And then listen to some inspiring or empowering music. And I know that sounds that sounds like, well, what's that got to do with leadership? And as we got the musician here and Rich, you can hum a little bit with us, Rich. The, okay. the music, if, if we listen to the music we like, it, it, it softens us, right? It makes us relax. It allows us to go into clear our mind and start thinking about the more important things if you get some good, good empowering music. And lastly, I'll tell you that as a leader, you got to visualize your success. It just you just can't go to work and sit here and wait for it to happen. You got to visualize your success. You got to visualize that roadmap you want to take and the future benefits that come with it. And as a coach, what we bring to our clients is we help them present or develop their own core purpose statement, which is an individual mission and vision statement, which should tie in somewhat to the mission and vision statement of the company. But as a leader, my my mission, my core purpose statement is my statement, no matter where I'm working or, or who I'm working for, it's it's about me. And that's what drives me and my purpose on a daily basis. That's outstanding. Thank you. That's great. I would add to that, I don't know, listen to music. Go and watch great movies that inspire. That doesn't mean like going to do <laughs> forever. But just go get that charge. Okay, yeah. yeah. very good. So, Rich, what, what are your points that you want to share? You know, one of the things, you need to really embrace the bad news as you get it. And write it down. Here's a, here's the thing. There's an analogy around this. If you're walking through a rose garden, you know, you're going to get scratched. You're going to get poked, snagged, and then tear your clothes, whatever. But when you get to the other side and you turn around, all you're going to see are the roses. 
And that's why it's important to write those, embrace that bad news as you're going through it because it's going to make you grow. Now, write it down. Uh, meditate, stretch, go to the gym, work out. Have you ever heard the term get grounded? Take your shoes off, take your socks off, feel the grass between your toes. Get away from just, just reconnect with earth, reconnect with the outdoors, reconnect with something you love. Um, write a journal entry. This is something, Michael, you know, you you talk about a lot is, is that brain dump. Write these things down as, you know, not just the end of the day, but as your day's going on, have a journal with you. You can write these things down or, you know, record it on your phone, whatever you, you do, but get it out there. Get it out there and, and a record of it. And one of the other things, too, is have a great conversation. You know, with someone, a, a close friend from your inner circle. You know, we have the saying amongst uh, a bunch of buddies of mine is, you know, asking each other, is that someone you'd want to spend an evening around a campfire with? Well, here's the thing is those evenings around those campfires with your closest friends from your inner circle. Man, you know, and it doesn't have to be a campfire, but it erases everything else. And it really brings back the things in your life that are important. And when you ground yourself that way and you have those awesome conversations, you know, it doesn't have to be a campfire be, you know, or over coffee or, you know, you go have a, you know, do whatever round of golf. Ronnie's a huge golfer, you know, and on that's probably I'm sure there's been some awesome conversations with some, uh, you know, inner circle friends. And I, I know you've talked to me about that. That's that's a weekly thing. You look forward to that. That's my, you know, I'm, I'm going to blow off steam and nothing else is going to matter. Do that. Those things are important. It's interesting you mentioned about the conversation. I had a conversation with a dear friend this morning about some issues that I'm out working with a particular team and just getting out and talking about it. By the time we were done, he had a, able, he was able to gain a perspective about what it is I was saying and kind of bring it into about these pieces that we were playing with in terms of working them with them and just twisted that and said, well, what about this? And it was like watching this thing, this piece fall into the right slot it was all there but it just needed that extra kind of that's how that might work and as soon as you said that I said that's it man that's exactly it that's what we need other people we need each other yes. nobody makes it on their own right, right. so Absolutely. this leads into this idea of your story what's the narrative of your company what's the narrative of your team it is, it is the great things. It is the comebacks. It is the bad news. It is the good news. It's the overcoming. It's, it's getting ourselves in a better place, in a better mindset, a better commitment to go and do the work at a higher level of excellence, being there, supporting each other, advocating for each other, encouraging each other. That's the story. Sometimes it changes. Some, you know, merges happen. People you know, leave. There's all sorts of things. But that is the story. And what you want to be creating Legacy is something that we think of like that's going to be when I leave. No, you create legacy today. Today is the creation of your legacy, and tomorrow you'll create a little bit more, and on and on and on and on. That's what it is. That's what this enthusiasm discussion has been about. All right, excellent. Thank you so much, gentlemen. So, golly gee, again here we are. I'm excited, excited, and I'm all jazz. So, <laughs> somebody wants to talk to Ron and get excited. Let's get some enthusiasm. How can they do that? Well, my, my website email is right there that Rich just put up on the screen. Uh, my cell phone number is the easiest way to find me. It's 937-925-5005.
but all that contact information is on the website and my email is right there. So reach out to me. Uh, I can give you a free complimentary coaching session. We can talk about your core purpose statement and we can get the journey started on a coaching coaching journey. Outstanding. The man, he can do it for you. He can make that switch. Big deal. Rich, thank you so much for being here today, Ani. Okay, Pleasure. and Rich, take us home. Well, once again, we come to the end of another episode of Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. And again, Ronnie, it's always a pleasure. Ronnie is, is not only a phenomenal coach, he's a great friend. He's a great source of just how do you do this information and, and knowledge and wisdom. And I'll tell you what, we've had some great conversations and Ronnie's the, the, the real, the real deal. So thanks for being here. Um, get to hold of, of Michael and me, executive leaders at ILEC.com. Let's, uh, let's talk. Let's have that, uh, that conversation, you know, let's, let's open this up and find out what you're passionate about. What, what are you enthusiastic about and how do we help you build on that? So, and again, um, shout out to all of our wonderful supporters, listeners. Again, we've got, you know, listeners worldwide right now. And those in Dubai, how you doing? Dubai. Okay. Yeah. Dubai. That's a, that's one we haven't done a shout out to. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, and again, everybody have a great weekend. Have a great night. Be safe and take care. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.